Hey guys, we have an incredible podcast coming your way. We're going to teach you exactly how to look great, feel strong at your ideal body weight. How? By teaching you about the latest innovations and the discoveries about hormones, the herbs, the natural approaches that will help you to optimize your stem cells, your mitochondria. Please stay tuned. This is a show you must listen to. From being depressed to its normal position by changing the diet. And a, a, a segment of the EKG, you know how that you got this spike and it goes up and down. Well, there's a segment in this spike uh, called the ST segment. And uh, under low blood supply to the heart muscle, this becomes depressed. And you can see that very simply with very inexpensive EKG. This is this is the picture of John McDo. Uh, John, this is Jeffrey Life at age 83. Look at this picture. And he's been following a plant-based whole food program. And he got into shape, but he had coronary heart disease. And then Dean Ornish told him, you've got to go plant-based. You've got to follow this to save your life. And he was having angina, chest pain every day. And he, he, he went to a courtroom under a very stressful condition. He almost died of a heart attack. So he went plant-based. He went oil-free, sugar-free. And his after picture is astonishing by going plant-based, whole food, but free of sugars and oils. And uh, it, it's exciting that a, a medical doctor had to learn the truth from Dean Ornish, one of our colleagues. You know, as you know, uh, he's he's written a book. Uh, I have it on my shelf here, Dean Ornish. Uh, the uh, Here we go. The Spectrum. You know, I guess he's meant the, the colors of the rainbow, right? And uh, Dean Ornish has been the only one of the only doctors along with Cal Caldwell Esselstein to publish that you could reverse coronary heart disease with a whole plant-based, oil-free, sugar-free diet. Is that correct, Dr. McDougall? And what would you say about this this doctor, Jeffrey Life, giving up animal proteins and building muscle on a plant-based diet. Well, uh, Ornish was not the first, nor was uh, Caldwell Esselstyn. I mean, the reversal of atherosclerosis goes back to David Blankenhorn in the 1970s from UCLA. You remember that. Uh, course, he Nathan was from USC, a wrong university. And Nathan Pritikin, I think his work was, uh, was uh, uh, sophisticated enough to say that he got reversal. And actually, Nick, if you go back further to Walter Kempner's work in the 1940s, he showed by electrocardiogram that you could reverse ischemic heart disease. Back in the 1940s, Walter Kempner with the rice diet, what he showed, and this would be something that every physician is trained in, is that you could change the ST segment from being depressed to its normal position by changing the diet. And a, a, a segment of the EKG, you know how that you got this spike and it goes up and down. Well, there's a segment in this spike uh, called the ST segment. And uh, under low blood supply to the heart muscle, this becomes depressed. And you can see that very simply with very inexpensive EKG. And Walter Kempner showed that back in the mid 1940s at Duke University, that putting people on a kind of diet that you and I believe in, and of course, Nathan Pritikin, our, one of our serious mentors believed in, uh, proved that you could reverse this disease. And uh, of course, that continued to be popular until bypass surgery came along in, the 19, in 1968, and then angioplasty in 1978. And of course, you had no room, for, no reason to change people's diets. We'll just go in and, and through mechanical manipulations, we'll fix them. 
but uh, that's that's the way the medical business works, Nick. It's you'll you'll recognize this book, the Max, uh, the McDougal program for maximum weight loss. Right. And here, check this out, sitting right next to it, and I suspect you read it as well. Uh, the Pritikin Permanent Weight Loss Manual. Right. Well, you know, you know, one of the things I really enjoy about you, Nick, is you had so much time to spend with Nathan Pritikin, and you have so many wonderful stories to tell. I, you know, I would really like to have you sometime just tell stories for an hour, hour and a half about the time you had with, with somebody in my life who made such a big difference, and that was Mr. Pritikin. Pritikin, I'll never forget, almost every night, uh, John, he, he would either call me up because I would do events in the community, you know, to enroll people into our Pritikin Better Health program, which was a six-week program, a weekly program that we basically try to mirror the live-in program that Nathan Pritikin had created, the longevity, which right. he called the, the Pritikin uh, program, uh, Longe longevity center. But it was interesting, but he would either have me come to the Pritikin longevity center and I would sit with him at a table while he would talk to people of incredible stature, uh, NIH, Dr. Levy, and he would talk to these people about what are you going to do? Bypass, uh, ileal bypass and everyone to lower their cholesterol when you know all we have to do is put them on a diet. And I would hear them argue and the, the doctor on the other side would say, well, well, we'll just figure out a way to do surgery on as many people as possible because people aren't going to change their diet. He told him that. He said, they're not going to follow your oil-free plant-based, sugar-free diet. And Pritikin would argue, he said, well, give them a chance. Maybe they would rather follow a diet instead of, instead of having their, their intestines removed. And now we know how important the gut is. Imagine how many people underwent that ileal bypass. Aren't they suffering from B12 deficiency, other issues, and shortening of life, depressing their immune system? We don't know the long-term results of, of removing the intestines of the human. So Pritikin was colorful. He was uh, sarcastic. <laughs> he told it the way it was, you know, and people just basically, I loved listening to him because he, he was so direct and he had reviewed the medical literature so well that he had to answer always based on the science and the medical literature, which is another reason my favorite book of yours of all time is uh, the... Uh, the uh, McDougal's uh, Medicine, A Second Opinion. That that book, I mean, to this day, I, I mean, it, it's so so well referenced. It's so incredible. I, I, I just love that book. And I don't know if you can <laughs> see the book. I have it right here. And I, I outline and underline every single word and, and concept. And I'm like, you've got the solution for most degenerative chronic diseases with this simple intervention of diet, exercise, and lifestyle medicine, right? You know, Nick, I have a chance to share my screen. I don't know whether that'll work or not, but they just published, a, just published a paper in the New England Journal of Medicine uh, uh, back in 2020. Let me see if I can get that. Uh, this is it right here, I believe. Yeah, this right here. This is a New England Journal of Medicine, April uh, 2020, uh, <clears throat> Initial Invasive or Conservative Strategy for Stable Angina. Now, these are people who are not having acute chest pain, but uh, the conclusion is, among people with stable angina and moderate severe ischemia, we did not find evidence that initial invasive, in other words, taking people off to surgery, as opposed to treating them with, well, in this case, it's just aspirin and, and uh, cholesterol-lowering drugs, 
they saw no benefit to, uh, to doing heart surgery. And this is a review in the New England Journal of Medicine, brand new. It's just, uh, it's just one paper on top of uh, dozens of papers that all show the same thing. But unfortunately, the medical profession is not interested. Uh, this is a business, and as soon as you figure out it's a business, the better off you'll be as a consumer. Well, it's interesting because, you know, it is a business, and I don't know how much the going rate, I just remember the figure of $50,000 to do bypass surgery. The, the rate, I don't know, can you look it up, uh, Kyle, for me, the rate? To- uh, the rate The rate is, is $350,000. What? Yeah. It's Inflation. Yeah, well, a bigger car, a better Mercedes. Yeah, well, it depends on where you look at in the country. It varies greatly, but uh, if all goes well, it's at least one hundred and fifty thousand. If things go poorly, which is often the case, then you know it could go a million for you. Doctor McDougall, what about the heart lung machine when they're doing uh, bypass surgery, and is there a risk there with brain damage? You know, Nick, I just I just got finished reading an email uh, from a. a a woman whose dad went through a heart surgery. And in fact, two of the three doctors said he did not need to have the surgery, but he went through a heart surgery about three years ago and she didn't understand why her dad was so different. Yeah. And I spent the time to tell her that everybody who, who undergoes heart, heart, heart bypass surgery, where they put you on a heart lung machine, everyone suffers from brain damage. And it could be minor, like you can't remember names as well or numbers, or it could be major, like your family doesn't recognize you or you become a, a person of, of huge anger and rage after the surgery, can't sleep, suicidal, all kinds of things happen. But you know, Nick, this is never told to the patient. And yet I wrote about it extensively in a book that I published in the 1980s called McDougall's Medicine, A Challenging Second Opinion. But again, it's, you know, ladies and gentlemen, stop being naive. This is a business. You know, if there's money to be made, your life is secondary at best. It is secondary. And the, the challenge, of course, is that when you look at this book and the chapter that you just referenced your book, McDougall's Medicine, A Second Opinion, this book was written in, the, I think, the early 1980s, right? I, I have a, a copyright here on the beginning of the book, 1985, right? And, so. and I'm sorry, correct? I guess so. Yeah. And it says a comparison of medical, dietary, and surgical management of heart disease. And then it has the factors of operative mortality, 2% mortality of bypass, meaning 2% of the people would die uh, during the surgery or after angioplasty, 1%. Medical and dietary intervention, zero death, right? Operative complications, 13%, angioplasty, 10%. The uh, issue of blood transfusion, likely, yes, uh, of bypass. So that's dangerous, a blood transfusion. And here's what you were just referring to. Operative brain injury from heart-lung machine, 100% in the bypass, zero in angioplasty and zero in medical dietary. What do people not understand that one, who would undergo a procedure that has 100% risk of brain damage when they can do a plant-based, oil-free, sugar-free diet, have zero risk of brain damage? What, what do they not understand about the words brain damage? Brain damage is either severe, and I never forgot, I had a guy named Chuck, and this is back when I was teaching the Pritikin uh, classes in, in 1978, and he came to me and he said, Nick, my doctor is scheduled me for bypass surgery this coming weekend, and he said, he said, listen, Nick, 
um, I'll do the surgery and then I'll come to the classes. And I said, well, wait a minute, Chuck. Why don't you just start the classes and reschedule your surgery? And if you need the surgery later, go ahead and do it. And he, he said, really? And I said, who's it up to? It's up to you, Chuck, not your doctor. You are the final decider of whether they do surgery on you or not. And he thought about it for a while. And he said, Nick, I'm going to come to your classes. And he called up his surgeon and his surgeon argued, why are you doing this? You're going to die if you don't do it this weekend. That's their closing statement, John. You're going to die if you don't do bypass surgery like they told my brother two years ago. You're going to die and you better do it. And I got on the phone. I said, Gilbert, give me, give me your surgeon. I want to talk to him right now. And he refused to talk to me. And here's what happened with Chuck. Chuck went through the six weekly classes. Chuck, five years later, did not need bypass surgery. Chuck went back to that heart surgeon and said, I didn't need surgery. My cholesterol came down. My circulation's great. And guess what I did the next weekend? I went uh, on a sailboat and I went sailing and I'm in perfect health now. This is, this is something that has to be re reproduced over and over again because these surgeons are telling them, what's the second opinion? They go see another surgeon, they're going to tell them you need surgery. Another surgeon, another, another tells you surgery. But what if they saw you or me or Chef AJ or Dean Ornish or Caldwell Esselstein? You know what we'll tell them. Do you need the surgery? No. See, see Nick, this is not how, how the business works. Uh, you know, basically, they lie by omission. And I just told you two things. I just showed you the paper published in April of last year, so one year ago. Uh, in the New England Journal of Medicine, showing you bypass surgery doesn't save lives. So that's been consistent ever since they started publishing results in the 1970s. Uh, add to that the risks that we just talked about, and then add to that the power of a, of a no-profit, side-effect-free program that you can do it yourself at home. You don't even have to enlist our help. You know, it's, it's, you know, basically they're written in a form that you can understand in some of the books that I put together. And AJ's got some really, really good books out there, too. So, you know, it's, it's just it's just business, Nick. I'm sorry. That was an amazing show. And now I want to put it all together for you. How do you locate these incredible natural herbs, organic, the best, designed to help you to improve your hormonal balance, give you energy, help you to look and feel great? DocNutrients.com. This is our sponsor. There is a special quiz. Please take the immune system quiz, and it's going to give you some incredible feedback and ideas about how to strengthen your immune system during these troubling times. Be well. It's 2021 and we're here to support you.